Here comes Dave Baker with the show Talking about paper publications you should know Authors and photographers that are fresh on the scene Don't be getting twisted Twisted It's pronounced Zing Zing, zing, zing 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 Bring Jack A. Grimes. Um, public art, motherfucker. What does that mean? You, you're you trying to make some like stairway to nowhere? Um, shit, that's like right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, hell yeah. I, I made I made this painting in painting in college, which was just like this gigantic canvas that I primed, and I called this. I'll paint it when you uh, when you. I'll paint this when you buy it, and uh, it's sitting in my parents' garage. So avant garde, bro. <laughs> Try to be. Try, I'm pretty arrogant. I'm pretty arrogant. I think I'm the shit. I love it. I did. I love it. Um, word. Uh, so I'm sure you know that I have to like say at the beginning of every episode, if you want to wear the headphones, yes. cans, you can. Yes. Are we I recording don't. it? Or? Oh, yeah. We always just start whenever we are both in the same room. Got it. Um, Wait, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is already gone? Yes, it's on the show. Fantastic. Yeah, so... Choose a seat. I've turned into speak that into a mic. I'm gonna stay right here so I don't have my back to the window. Bodies over here. Oh, okay. Like I know that we're. I know that you and I are supposed to be talking, but like I know this guy, so. Oh well, I don't even like him that much. That's not he, true. I love he, Aristotle. He texted me yesterday. Uh huh. And. He was like, give me your address. And I just, like, sent it right to him. Uh-huh. And, it, like, not even second-guessing it at all. And, like, we've, we've like, talked. We never really, like, sat down and had too long conversations other than the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't even really know this guy except for, like, his public image. And I was, so, like, I texted him. <laughs> so he like, sent you child porn. So I was like, I was like, did I just, did I just like, sign my own death warrant or am I going to get arrested? And he was like, yep. And but that was, like, all he texted me. <laughs> and I was like, super ominous, dude. Super ominous. Um turning these on mute i love it um word uh so obviously i would be dave baker but who are you my friend my name is nathaniel osoyle i am an artist living in la and i'm sitting here with dave baker <laughs> achievement unlocked and you're folding paper I'm meticulously folding paper. we're gonna uh, we're gonna make some zines oh while we're having the interview while we're having the interview <laughs> okay if you're down i'm down fuck it when am i not down yeah there you go uh so usually we kind of start this guy off with just basic sort of question, like, uh, how did you get into making stuff? How did I get into making stuff? Yes, lead me. Um, uh, uh, when I was four or five, my dad bought me a Spider-Man comic, and the rest is history. Do you, do you remember less. what era it's from, or which one uh, it was? Uh, yes, it was, I don't remember the issue number, but Cardiac was on the cover, you know Cardiac? Oh, fuck yeah, I know Cardiac! Cardiac is the shit. Um, <laughs> he's really not, but yeah. No, he's not, he's not, but he looks really cool. He looks fucking awesome. And like, for a while, that was like the only comic I had, so I was just like, this guy is amazing. So like, I just like, uh, um, just obsessed over that comic for a while um but it was a it was an issue with cardiac spider-man fights cardiac cardiac gets away there's like a like a tiny little snippet in there about maximum uh maximum carnage thank you Mm -hmm. and um that's it um but i've been i've been like drawing and making books like as long as i can remember um i made i made a ton of books when i was a kid in in like kindergarten classes and stuff like that um and my dad would draw my uncle uh, uh, he's uh, he's a musician um, 
my cousin was making films in high school and uh, a few of my other cousins uh, grew up making art. So uh, there has always been like some kind of creative uh, component to my family. Um, and uh, when I was real young, there was a lot of encouragement for that. A lot of people told me like, hey, you can make uh, you can make money at this. And I believed them like a, <laughs> like a five year old fool. Mm-hmm. And I'm still doing it. So that's that's how I got started doing uh, uh, making stuff uh, way back then. And then uh, uh, I I've been just drawing all my life when like I would go to like middle school, I would uh, I would get there way too early and I would just be sitting there drawing. And that was like very much a way for me to connect and communicate with people because I'm still pretty socially awkward, but especially then. So like when people would see me drawing stuff, they come over and they say, hey, that's cool. And I'd be like, cool, let's be friends. And then so on and so forth mm-hmm. in that fashion. Mm-hmm. So that's how I started making stuff. Did you, I'm assuming from your, your love of blank canvases and stairs to nowhere that you went to art school? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I went to, uh, I wanted to go to art school. I wanted to go to specified art school. Um, I went to uh, Art Center. Are you familiar with Pasadena Art Center College of Design? Mm-hmm. I went there a couple of times during high school uh, with their high school programs called Saturday High. So I would take like figure drawing classes there and stuff. Um, and I really wanted to go there, but it was just, uh, I, I was convinced to, or persuaded to pursue, uh, something more practical mm-hmm. and I'm really happy that that happened. Um, so I went to Cal State San Bernardino and I majored in art there or majored in studio art there, um, graduated with honors, which just means that I can paint real well. <laughs> um, and, uh, I got, I even got this award called the Yasuhara award in painting which is really uh, really ironic um because like the last year i was doing doing stuff like that like making uh art that i call barely there um so i make canvases that i would never paint or uh i shot a video and the video was confiscated because i was trespassing somewhere and uh, i still had the cassette case and i displayed the case and it was called uh, you'll never see this video a bunch, bunch of stuff like that i'm like super into that stuff um yeah i'm all about that uh, i love I also love comics, obviously, and and more practical stuff that you can sell and put into uh, commercial avenues and spaces like this. Um, so it's it's I'm finding more of a balance because the other stuff you cannot you cannot monetize easily <laughs> unless you get like some kind of gallery representation. And like right out of college, I was like. Uh, 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 like convinced of my own uh, of my own greatness, so I was like sending that kind of stuff to try and get jobs, and people would just uh, I don't I most of the time never heard back from them, but I assumed they were just like, what is this shit? Why do why would we hire this guy? And then like I just well, what kind of jobs. jobs were you applying for? Like design jobs or something? Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was <laughs> you said that with was blank that, canvas. I would, yeah, yeah, motherfucker. That yes, foolish. I love it. I was like, they'll get it, they'll get it, and nothing. And then uh. Yeah, that was. Uh, I love it. The, um, but yeah, I love doing stuff like that when I can. Um, like I and I realized pretty quickly that uh, that stuff takes up space, so I don't do that as much anymore. Mm. Uh, just because of the logistical challenges of logistical challenges, uh, lack of uh, of like opportunities to like showcase that. Uh, there probably are like lots of lots of uh, places to showcase that, but I'm also. Um, 
trying to focus more on comic stuff that I can uh, sustain myself on, sustain, uh, support myself and my wife and just uh, my life. Yeah. I love that your version of sustainability is comics. It's uh, insane. It's not. It's, it's, a, it's a goal. That would probably be a portion of it, but there's there's other other places to do that. The, the public art is, uh, and that's actually how we got on this, the public art, um, there are decent... Uh, grants and and there's decent money behind that. The only problem with that is that there's a lot of people going for that too. Just like anything else in art, if you want to be, uh, uh, there's a select few that are successful just because there's not that many opportunities for it. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I don't I don't believe I can sustain myself on comics by itself. I just want to be able to do that and get some revenue for it. Get get published by somebody um and and make money at a bunch of different things in art have my hands in as many cookie jars as i can totally uh what was when did you kind of start making comics or zines um like officially making comics uh 2010 i made i made uh again experimental stuff i made this comic called 140 which is a twitter-based comic and uh, people would tweet me, and I would draw artwork around the tweets, and I would take all the tweets and just essentially cut and paste and put all the words wherever I wanted. And so I would have sound effects, background advertisements, things like that, and I would have all the all the verbiage in the books that was supplied by uh, some kind of internet interaction. It wasn't always Twitter; it was uh, some uh, Facebook chat, emails, whatever I found that would that I that met my needs. I would ask the person who wrote it and I would say hey can I use this and I would credit them in the book so there's like a credits page and there's a bunch of people who didn't want to be credited so there's just one word anonymous that represents for all those people Hmm. Um, so I started doing that in 2010 and uh, a buddy of mine uh, we went to um, a couple years before that we went to a summer arts program at Cal State Fresno and took an underground comics class Uh, do you know oh man Spain Rodriguez Mm -mm. no he did um he did uh, a, a fairly prominent book uh, based on the life of Che Guevara, and uh, that came out, I don't know, like 10 years. I, I don't even know when it came out, but we, I just have a, a vivid picture of that guy, that artist, um, because he was, he's kind of a character. He's kind of a character. He's this big, like, this big fat dude with, like, a beard and a real deep voice and and just, like... Uh, just coughing everywhere because he's been like smoking all his life, and he's uh, he was real big uh, and with like underground comics and biker gangs, and he would hang out with like uh, as odd as it sounds, um, uh, Crumb all the time, hmm. and he's had he had so many just like party stories from like him and Robert Crumb, and and we were just like fascinated by this dude. Uh, anyways, getting sidetracked. Um, we took this class a, a while ago. And we both tried tabling at some point, and then we were like, well, and it went really badly. We tried tabling at uh, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con in 2007, and uh, there was like five or six people to a small press table, mm, which is mm-mm. just like, it was real bad, mm-mm. real bad. And uh, it was a learning experience for sure. Uh, and at some point, he and I were just like, hey, you want to try doing that again? And we were both like, let's just do it, just us two, and then we'll see how that goes. And for a while, we're just not good at it, but we're, we've been getting better because we've been doing it for a while. So 2010, short answer mm. to that question. Uh, so there's two things that I got out of that. One, I want to talk about your interest in technology because of some of your other comics as well as the one you mentioned. Right. Uh, and also... Uh, what party stories were there about oh, Robert Crumb? Specific party stories. He wouldn't. He wouldn't get in. 
either he wouldn't get into specifics. I just don't remember it probably. Um, we, cause we were partying, uh, pretty regularly for those two weeks too. Um, but he, he would, he would just tell us, um, like he would, he would go to his house and, 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 or they, they would show up at each other's places. And then, uh, Spain would more often than not, after they've both been drawing comics for a while, cause they were both artists and Spain just happened to be this like big dude who hung out in gangs and Robert Crumb is Robert Crumb. Um, uh, after a while, Spain would just get uh, impatient and just be like, hey, man, let's get out of here and find some babes. I don't think he actually said babes, but he was just like, he just wanted to go, like, fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was, like, the general attitude that we all had. We were like, oh, well, he doesn't give a shit, and he just, like, makes comics whenever he wants, so let's just go party, and we'll come <laughs> back and make bad comics, too. And, like, <laughs> at, the, at the end of that class, we all assembled and essentially made an anthology with mm-hmm. each other. Uh, which is which was uh, real fun, um, and uh, uh, that, that's that's as far as I really remember of the of the party stories. But I just I just remember he just he kept going back to that. Like we would ask him about comics, and he's like, oh yeah, this and that. Oh man, this one time we went out, we got these girls, this and that, and and we'd just be like, wow, this guy is like no interest in being here. You could tell you could tell that he had taken a, a check, and he's like, yeah, I'll go live in Fresno for a couple of weeks and talk to some kids about comics. And he just took the check and then just like went off and did whatever. He want after that <laughs> outside we were just like like this guy's cool and how how old were you at this point uh this is uh 2000 2006 so 20 okay but because when you there. when you say kids I'm, I'm just trying to get a sense of like was this like a uh, high, sc- high school no. you being like no, 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 oh my god college. what this is crazy <laughs> or like yeah college or yeah. after college or yeah. whatever yeah. yeah yeah this is college this is like sophomore junior college um and then uh yeah, that was that. Uh, let's talk about technology. Technology. So you also made a comic, uh, which maybe you want to talk about, so I don't butcher the oh, the pitch for it. Um, that's it, it. It's a comic that interacts uh, with VR. You got it so far? You want to keep going? Uh, no, you take it over, oh, buddy. Oh, you're doing so well. I've never actually seen it work with the book. I just know that it does that. Which is why I brought it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, so... I came out with a comic about two years ago, a real short book, uh, because I learned about augmented reality. Uh, uh, really, I ha- there was a point where I realized that uh, I need people to look at my art on their phone because that's all people do all the time. And so I made, I tried to find avenues to put my art on phones, and uh, augmented reality was just something that caught my eye. Um, and the pitch goes for for... Uh, this book, this is my new book. This is the second iteration of these characters. This is Reese on the cover. Mm-hmm. He's there by himself underneath the title, The Shadow People Are Here. This book follows Reese, who is a uh, misbehaving child, we'll say. Uh, parents tell Reese, hey, if you don't start behaving, the shadow people are going to show up and they're going to get you. And sure enough, they show up. What? He's holding the fucking phone over the book and it's moving crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> so this is it's essentially an invisible friend boogeyman book kind of a thing. Uh but you can see you can see the boogeyman in there. Word. With with the phone. So it's Yeah, it's like, like you hold the phone. It's like a spot illustration of a small child ghost child thing and you hold the phone over it and uh these black shadow ghost things appear and right. Uh, you interact with the book with your phone. Exactly, exactly. Um, 
So it's a, a, a real, real multimedia kind of a thing. Uh, it uses technology, obviously. Um, that's the shadow people are here. Oh, and it turns out the shadow people are cool as shit. <laughs> so, like, he starts hanging out and playing with them. So feel free um, to flip through that. Please. Yeah, what was the... So I have a couple questions right off the bat. One, the logistics of producing a work like this. Because um, it's a, a... Would you define it as a children's book? This I would define as a children's book, yes. Okay. Uh, the first one that I came out with was a straight black and white comic. Uh, mm-hmm. There's maybe like 50 words in there. And I knew that I wanted to do a three-act story for the next one. The first one's almost just like, like, hey, look at this cool thing you can do with your phone in this book. It's very novelty, very gimmicky. This one, of course, is also because you still have that in there, but this one is... is there's more narrative to this. Um, so as I was developing the artwork and the story here, it it just became a children's book organically because I knew I wanted to have artwork on one side of the spreads mm-hmm. and then just text on the other side. So I was like, okay, that's that's just a book. This is not a comic anymore. But this is my latest one. Um, so the, the I guess the questions I have are, one, what was the production time? Mm-hmm. And two... What was the production time, or what was the integration process like? Like, did you have to learn how to code for no, no, no. reality? No, no, or? no. This is so I should disclose that this is not my app. This is called this is a, an app called Erasma mm-hmm. that anyone can download and use. Lots of uh, art teachers use it, and um, uh, uh, schools use it. Um, and it's really a drag and drop thing. You develop two images. One is your trigger image, we'll call it, and the other is your um, uh, the secondary image, the aura or the uh, the augmented reality piece that pops up. So your phone or your mobile device recognizes one and brings up the second one. So I didn't have to code or anything. That's it's it's a real easy app to use. Um, drag and drop. That's that's it. That's super it, dope. It's pretty. It's pretty neat. It's pretty enjoyable. It's like uh, social media with uh, augmented reality, just heavily focused on augmented reality. You create an account, you put in your content. That's it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you? Oh, I'm sorry. What, how long did it take you to? to oh, that's do right. It? Production. Um, actual book art making time. And and the augmented stuff in there uh, about two months. Oh wow! Yeah, it was That's pretty it was quick. That's pretty, great. It was pretty quick because I had a uh, an opportunity at the Riverside Art Museum. They they approached me and said, "Hey, do you want to do something over here?" And I I wanted to do a virtual reality stuff. I wanted to get away from this for a little bit, and then they were like, uh, it, "It wasn't working out. The, the logistics are a lot harder on that. There's there's not as many easy apps to use like with like this." Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Well, do you want to just do the augmented reality stuff?" And I was like, "Hell yeah!" Let's do it. So I had a deadline at that point, so I had to crank this out. A lot of late nights, more more late nights. <laughs> I, I work I work most commonly. I don't know if I work best, but I most commonly uh, work uh, uh, under pressure. Mm. Is that something you think you subconsciously do to yourself? A hundred percent. Hundred <laughs> percent. I I do not like myself. Apparently, like, I, I, I will work till three a.m. Uh, over the past two nights. We're working on uh, that proposal. I like, and and I don't even know if that's gonna go. You know, like this is just like me taking a shot, and it's like, hey, like this is what I'll do. It'll be fun. It's gonna be great. This is a real polished package. Here, take this, and we'll see if it happens. You know, like I'm 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 down to put in that work, even if I even if there's a shot to do it. My wife was like, like you should just take a day off of work and i was like i can't do that because it's not a 100 percent guaranteed thing mm-hmm. like if i was gonna get a check then i'd be like okay yeah i'm gonna take the day but i don't know if it's gonna happen so i gotta do it when i can uh what's your day job 
I work at a realtor association, so... This is not what I thought you were going to say. No, I, most people don't. Uh, most people assume I'm doing some kind of design or art. I've never actually had a solid uh, art job or design job. Mm. Um, again, because I kept trying to get in with invisible artwork. So, like, <laughs> like, it's just not going to work. It's not going to work. So Yeah, there's no one to blame there but you. Yeah, no, it's, that's all me. That's all yeah. me. And after a while, I just like kept getting so many no's, and I was just like, like, like everybody else, well, I'm just going to make my own thing then. So like, yeah. I just started doing that. Um, but I work at a realtor association. Imagine um, uh, the way that drivers have AAA and, and that gives them benefits and different different things that they can get, discounts, things like that. Uh, real estate agents have uh, realtor associations, so they uh, they can buy into that. There's uh, there's legal help that they can get if somebody's doing deals uh, the wrong way. There's lots of education. There's uh, lots of discounts for that as well. Hmm. Um, and I work. That's where I work. I, and, uh, that's what I do. Hmm. I show. I show. Like specifically, I show people how to use this uh, web application that they use to fill out their uh, uh, real estate contracts. So mm. like, I, I, I talk to people about how to fill in, fill out paperwork. That's my job. Word. Yeah. But, again, but, but it's not, though, because it's also inter- interfacing with technology. Also true. Also true. There's, there's, there's more to it than that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. There's, um, there's a, there's actually, that's uh, uh, the public facing is I go out and I show people how to use the tool and like the back the background of that is like we're doing lots of marketing we're doing uh, lots of uh, uh, testing with development things like that so that that's the job that's the day job <laughs> uh, do you enjoy it yeah 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 uh, and I enjoy it because of the people I work with uh, which is I've learned just so crucial uh, no matter where you are like if you have a good team around you even if it's a crummy job you're probably going to stick there longer than maybe even you should just because you love the people and um, it, it's a good job it, it, it the pay is good um, the people are great benefits are good it's uh, um, it's a good place to be I'm okay right now. <laughs> that's, okay, that's, that's fortunate. Yes, that's a yes. Good thing. I'm very, very lucky. Like I got out of I got out of college at like in 2008, which was like the crash and, mm-hmm. or the recession, and it was just bad times all around. And I've talked to people about this, and they were like, "Oh yeah, that's why you like uh, uh, that's why you get ready in school. Like you start doing uh, you you get a job while you're in school." And I'm just like, "Yeah, t- hindsight is 2020, dude." But like when you're when you're when you're there, stuff just blindsides you, and then you. You're, you're an idiot and you try and get jobs with invisible artwork but that's besides, <laughs> that's besides the point <laughs> so like uh, but yeah no uh, uh, I've always I've always because I've had a pragmatic practical upbringing you know don't go to art school go to a college you can afford close by I was real fortunate with that I, I went through got some financial aid for that and I have no college debt right now or I, ha- I never had debt as far as school goes which is not what I can say for a lot of my friends. A lot of people my age are younger and older. Um, I have always had the the day job or the nine to five job, so I can make art on the side, and that's like a blessing and a curse. It's a double edged sword. Like number uh, uh, the good side of it is, of course, there's some some kind of stability, some kind of security in there. Uh, the downside is that so much of your time is not devoted to the thing you love, and and it's hard to make that transition the other way. Mm-hmm. So like. So right now, uh, that's why I'm focusing much more on practical, pragmatic products, art that I can sell, monetize, uh, just do that more. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a difficult balance to strike. 
Um, I haven't had a day job in probably about four or five years. So awesome. It, 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 yes, I'm very <laughs> fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate that I've managed to string together enough writing work to pay the bills writing. Mm. Um, but I'm, I breathe very rarefied air. Most people can't do that. And I'm, it's not right. like I'm writing, you know, what I, it's not like I'm getting paid to write something that I'm like, oh, this is it. I, you know, the, my day job is like, blah, blah. like I do, I, like I, in my head, like I have the, the, my day job, which is like, I have film stuff and I have commercial work and I have, right. you know, the weird bullshit website stuff that I have to write to get through the, the month. Right. Yeah. But in terms of a real day job, no, I don't have a fucking day job. I, I live, I work from my house. It's amazing. That's awesome. But, but I, there's something though that comes with that I had to kind of figure out that my equilibrium. What's up? So I'm trying to see if we have scissors because I realize oh. we're not making zines yet. Oh, if the zines don't <laughs> get made, it'll be all right. All right. Um, no, but I, but there's a, there's a weird equilibrium that needs to be kind of m- m- manufactured both when you have a day job and when you don't. Whenever there's a status quo shift, you kind of have to figure out like when do I work, how do I work. And even when you have one of those figured out, if the equilibrium shifts, then you have to figure that out all over again. Like, when I made the transition from being, like, an in-house writer or mm-hmm. whatever to somebody who didn't, quote-unquote, have a day job, my productivity on the shit that I want to do just went through the floor because I was like, oh, I can just do it whenever. I don't have to be anywhere. Ah, I see, I see. You know what I mean? So there's, there's, and, there's less pressure. Yeah, and now I'm like... I work constantly because I'm like, oh, God, I might have to get a day job again soon. Oh, God, what if I have to go? What if I get staffed on a show? Oh, I got to fucking finish this book now. Um, good problems? Yes, it's very good problems, right. but there's still problems. Right. Um, and I, I feel I feel the same way about mine, too, because, like, I can't I can't really complain about having a decent, stable job. You know, like, yeah. like I'm not doing I'm not doing what I want to do with most of my time. But like, then again, who is, yeah. you know, it's it's uh, uh Grass is always greener. Everybody has their own problems. First world, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, I I do feel pretty lucky, and and um, th- that I can still I still have time to do shit. Like I can go on a podcast and talk about this book that I made in a couple of months and and late nights or whatever. I did it, and and I r- I'm really happy with it, and I'm trying to show it to as many people. Uh, kissing point. I'm here. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, and that's also that's a it, like I talk a lot with fellow cartoonists where, you know, it's probably split down the middle. Half mm-hmm. of them have day jobs, half of them don't. Um, and the ones that don't have day jobs are super panicked all the time. They are overworked right. themselves. It's the same thing that I was just talking about. Of like, oh, this might go away. I need to overwork. Or yeah, they yeah. just have to legitimately over... They have to work 80 hours a week to make their rent yeah, or to whatever. Make it, to make ends meet. You have to, you have to hustle. Yeah, and, and sometimes... And a lot of my friends that have day jobs are... Some of them are, are very excited about the fact that they have day jobs, and some of them hate it. Right? Um, do you do you see yourself attempting to make the transition to a freelance lifestyle sooner rather than later, or are you like, um, no, I'm just gonna make stuff and coast on the day job and just kind of do those things in parallel? I wouldn't say coast because not, not coast, coasting, not yeah. not coast. Yeah, but, that, but, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's to, uh, keep keep something stable. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, I want to do it sooner than later. Um, 
so so hopefully sooner hopefully mm. sooner which is why i'm trying to talk to as many people as i can i've been like looking up other just like straight kids book podcasts there's a really good one that you may or may not dig i don't know how how big you are on kids books but as, as far as like creative process those that seem as as far as creative process goes that seems to be something you're into oh i love it yeah um all the wonders is a really great kids podcast or kids book podcast where the uh the uh the host he talks with the artists and the writers about about just making the books and their their history. Uh, there's a really good one called uh, Design Design Matters. Um, have you heard of that? Mm-mm. That's a real good one. I don't think it's done by NPR or KCET, but it's some kind of nonprofit avenue like that, or some kind gotcha. of some kind of uh, com- entity like that. Uh, both of those are real good for a creative process. Um, um, what do what do how do we get on that? I'm sorry. Oh, we were talking just about if you were trying to. Is is because in comics, a lot of my friends are using the day job as part of their career path. Oh, I it's see, like I, see. I plan right. on keeping this day job as long as possible. Oh, I see. I while see. working on I, comic stuff, you know, I want I want to keep this one for a long time just because it's it's got it's got good benefits. They take care of your family. And, and do you have kids? I do not. Okay. not yet. Uh, okay. I will. Um, don't know when. I don't. I don't know if I want them too soon just because. Uh, the house we have has like 30 stairs in front and oh, they're, Jesus. they're jagged as all hell. Um, I had to like, uh, uh, when we first moved in, I had to like remake one with the cement and, and it's been a, we bought a fixer upper in LA and that's like all we could afford. But like, yeah. uh, uh, it, it, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want kids there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, I, gotcha. I have terrible, terrible nightmares about these kids that I don't have falling on these <laughs> stairs that we just got. And I'm just like, oh man, if I have anxiety right now, I don't want to even, so. Yeah. Uh, so we will, I will, we all have kids. I have a my wife, no kids, uh, no pets. What about you? Pets? Nothing. Nothing? Just Nothing. comics? Just comics. Cool. I, uh, yeah. Those are good pets. Yeah. You yeah. gotta feed those things. Yeah. Uh, when... When you think about, because you're both a writer and an artist, uh, when you think about those things, I'll do take you, that. Do you? I mean, you are. You've written and drawn things. <laughs> this I've is, seen them. This is accurate. This yeah. is accurate. Uh, do you self-identify as an artist or a writer? Um, I more often than not, I say artist, just because uh, I like uh, making marks, just a little bit more than writing writing down. Uh, sequences or scripts or anything like that. Um, I 100% uh, love developing stories and 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 uh, developing characters, but uh, more often than not, I'm not writing it down. I'll I'll uh, draw out scenes and then write uh, and then write the speech or dialogue underneath them, or just make notes for myself. But I don't I don't make uh, technical scripts or anything like mm. that but mm-hmm. i do i do uh understand story understand pr- uh progression character development and and hopefully uh three act stories a little bit a uh, little bit more now very for such a long time i was just focusing on making good art and um even then like i don't know like if it's if it's where i want to be but always learning kind of a thing um and i think the the writing is hopefully getting stronger um i'm happier with this book than the last one and as long as that keeps happening I'll be okay um, speaking of writing, uh, we're talking a lot about jobs right now, and I don't mean to switch it up, but yeah. I, but I want to talk about like uh, fun shit too, okay. because like I feel like uh, it's like so much of my time on podcasts or like talking with other creators is just just, just like is um, 
is just like, it's like, oh man, how's work? Oh, it's this and that. And, <laughs> right? And like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how's traffic? This and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's just like my dad coming out of me. That's, that's <laughs> all I've heard him like as gr- growing up. That's all I heard him talking about with other you know, with other adults. And I'm just like, oh, this is what you talk about when you're 30. Mm-hmm. You say like, like, oh, how's work? This and that. Uh, we've been drawing this stuff. It's going real well. Or, this project got cut down. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen? Have you seen? You watched? Uh, or you watch New Girl? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Gilmore Girls? The new I have the not stuff? seen the, the new, new stuff. New, oh, okay. I have not. Is I, it good? It's I ate that shit up really so quickly. <laughs> yeah, man, I was super into that, and and uh, I couldn't figure out why. And, and this relates to the story stuff. Um, I think it's because um, the the normal hour hour long format of those kinds of shows was broken there and they, it could breathe more and the scripts were doing stuff a little bit different or the stories were or the characters were and however you want to say it they were they were different animals from what they are normally in that hour long weeknight uh format that they have to be and so i was just like i was just watching this animal that i'm so used to but doing different things mm. and so i was i was seeing that was, I was like, is gilmore is, girls a half an hour or an hour show it, originally i think it, i think it was an hour okay cool yeah and and these are like uh it's four episodes and each one is is like an hour and a half and like i sat down for like five minutes with my wife and i was like i immediately started making fun of the show because that's what you do when when your wife wants to watch something you just give her shit about it <laughs> and she was like she was uh she told me like flat out i can't watch this with you and i was like no come on i'll give it a shot i'll give it a shot and then like I, and we barreled through that thing <laughs> It was so good. It was so good. Yeah, I uh, I haven't watched Gilmore Girls in a long time, but I love it. Yeah, I love that cool. show. I also anything with like weird like yeah, dialogue, I love that shit. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I I haven't seen the new stuff though. I was telling I was telling uh, uh, just because I never watched I've never watched the original stuff, but I watched this and I was telling uh, one of my buddies at work I was like it's kind of like Buffy if. If she never ran into vampires, like she would, pursue, <laughs> she would pursue an English degree. She would have quips with her mom, and then she would go off and and do her own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my only real world Gilmore Girl story is that uh, I was helping my friend move. Uh huh. We were taking uh, stuff, heavy fucking boxes from his car mm-hmm. uh, through a parking facility to an elevator. Up the elevator, down a hallway to his apartment. This will the geography will play in in a second. Okay. So we're make the first trip. We're talking about bullshit, whatever. All right, cool. Let's go back to the apartment and get more. We walk through the uh, parking facility to the doorway where the elevator is. Open the elevator. Get in the elevator. Go up. And now we're taking this big ass like real wheel unwieldy rolly cart thing with uh-huh. a bunch of transformers toys that keep falling off and because you know <laughs> it's, it's my friends cool um so we wheel it into the elevator and the things the transformers figures keep fucking falling off and i'm like man i thought if only one of us had psychic powers we could just keep them on the fucking uh <laughs> on the fucking uh, cart and he was like yeah you could be like fucking siler from uh from uh heroes and the doors open and i'm like Wait, was it him or Milo Ventimiglia that had the psychic powers? And he was like, oh, no, it was Milo Ventimiglia. And we wheel it out into the fucking thing. He's opening the door as we're talking, uh-huh. wheeling it out into the parking facility. And I'm like, fucking Milo Ventimiglia. And he's like, I know, man. Siler! Dude, like, <laughs> you know how Milo's vo- like, mouth is like weird and sideways? Never watched Heroes. He's in fucking Gilmore Girls. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the oh. boyfriend. In oh, Gil- that dude. Jess. Yes, yeah. I, know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yes. he like... 
His mouth is like weird and sideways. <laughs> and so he's like, he's, my friend is like clowning on Milo Ventimiglia, like, Milo! Doing the side voice. Right. And this guy in the corner goes, Did you just say Milo Ventimiglia? And we both turn around. And it's fucking Milo Ventimiglia. Really? That's <laughs> like just awesome. fucking standing there with two of his friends in this parking facility. And I'm like, you're oh like, my god, I like, like holy shit. I like conjured you out of midair. <laughs> That's rad. And then we took a photo together and he was like, I can't believe you pronounced my name right. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, yeah. And now he follows me on this Instagram. That's awesome. Hell fucking yeah. fucking yeah, Milo Ventimiglia is a saint. And I'm sorry for clowning on him. <laughs> I'm not really sorry for clowning on him. It was no, a funny man, that's, joke. Yeah. But yeah, and that's, that's how you met him. That's my only Gilmore Girls story. That's pretty rad. That's also, a good I went one. to the set for the for the reboot show. Oh, cool. Yeah. Universal? Yeah. Nice. Uh, was it Universal or Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, they shot on the Warner Brothers back lot. Oh. Uh, and I was there in between takes. I was under the impression they did like some of the outdoor stuff at the old... Uh, they may have. I don't know where uh, they shot all of it. All I know is I was at the Warner Brothers lot, and there was a whole fucking snow town, and my neat. friend was like, we are now standing in the middle of Gilmore Girls. And I was neat. like, that's cool. And she was like, I know. We're going to stand here. Look right there. That's Lorelai. And I was like, oh, whoa, weird. <laughs> she is real. Oh, weird. She's a human. Cool. Crazy. Um, let's talk about Dark Mouse, my friend. Let's talk about Dark Mouse. Yes. Let's talk about Dark Dark Mouse, let's talk about you and mm-hmm. me. I don't, that, I don't know why I'm singing that song. Okay, Dark Mouse is your comic that you make. Right. Um, I know it from Melthology, because there's serialized stuff in Melthology with Dark Mouse. Right. Is he only in Dark Mythology, or have you? No, no, I've done, you, I've done a couple of, I, if that one first started as a bunch of mini comics, like this size, yeah. and I would, I produced like nine of them over a couple of years. Um, and it was it first started off like a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I talk about this on uh, Melcast? Doesn't matter because we're talking about it here. What's You're up, 100% girl? You're one hundred percent right. You're one hundred percent right. So we were at there. We were at the West Hollywood Book Fair, <laughs> setting the scene. There, yeah. Exterior day. Was, Hollywood Book Fair. It was day. It was right next to the brand new library. Just opened up. Lots of people there. Uh, very, very jovial group uh, into the reading, into into the books. Not so much in comics, which is why we don't do it anymore. But while we were there, uh, uh, I think, is it Arkea? Or our, mm-hmm. Arkea was uh, putting out a new um, uh, Mouse Guard book. And we were like, oh, Mouse Guard is the shit. And my buddy's talking to somebody else. And he's uh, he says something that I think sounds like Dark Mouse. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just say Dark Mouse? And he was like, he was like, no, what's that? And I was like, I think I know. <laughs> and then I fucking made Dark Mouse. And, and the pitch always goes, uh, Dark Mouse likes to drink, he likes to fight, he likes his lady mice. Um, so he's, he's a renegade cop character. He's essentially Marv from Sin City, but if everybody were mice. Um, and that's, uh, that's Dark Mouse. And I did uh, uh, like nine issues of that as a mini comic. I did a full color uh, horizontal, uh, landscape book uh, a couple of years ago called Dark. I used to know Dark Mouse, told from the perspective of his old partner before he went rogue. And uh, he, So like the 89 Punisher movie with Luke Gossett Jr.? I've never seen that one. Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> you need to see that movie! I saw, I saw, I was really into it because it was, it was aimed directly at me and I eat t- TV up, apparently. Uh, I was really into the Hasselhoff. Uh, uh, uh. The Hasselhoff Nick Fury show? Yeah, or yeah. fucking movie? Yes. Holy yes. shit, you're the only person I've ever well, I'm not talked in, to who I, actually likes that I'm not movie. into it now, I, but at the time, I was just like, this is the greatest thing ever made. It, He's got a fucking grenade it, in his eye patch! It's so bad. 
and then David like Goyer wrote that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. David I was, fucking Goyer. I tripped balls when I heard that. I was like, seriously? Yeah. I was like, well, he's he's doing okay for himself. Yeah. He's doing all right. His quality is moderately improved. <laughs> moderately. Not really. Not really, but <laughs> sort of. It's not. It ain't bad. It ain't bad. Um, uh, um, that's a whole separate conversation. Um, yes, yes. So, okay. So, Dark Mouse. Um, Oh, Dark Mouse. Uh, 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 yeah, so I've made I've made uh, other comics with him. There's a graphic novel that I'm uh, 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 that again I don't have a script for, but I have I have scenes sketched out and I have uh, stuff that is written out for sequences that I knew I wouldn't remember, so I've written stuff out. I have it all uh, in some uh, beautiful mind arrangement inside of <laughs> inside of a book at my house, and I just need to put it in order and actually sit down and draw it. But I'm, I'm like I got into augmented reality, and this is much more engaging. And this brings people over to the table, and and Dark Mouse moves for sure, but not like this. This really, is, yeah. So I I need to uh, stop this, and I want to, and I'm going to, and then focus back on Dark Mouse because that that needs to happen because it's a much more, um, I don't want to say I don't want to say relevance, but it's a much more solid uh, work or will be when it's done, and it will last longer than this. This is based on technology that will change, and I don't print that many of these because of that, and it's, it's not, a, it's not a, a, an everlasting thing. It, it's, uh, it will be a relic as soon as that technology is no longer uh, relevant anymore. Right. So Dark Mouse will happen. But then it'll come back in, like, another 15 years after that when people are, like, ironically using iPhones. Oh, man, imagine. That'd yeah. <laughs> like, no, I don't use hollow projectors. I just talk on my... Ethan, you're <laughs> Ethan. Yeah, I can't wait till we like just downloading shit into our eye. Um, I really <laughs> it terrifies me. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't be an early adopter of that because your eyeballs will melt or something. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta give it a couple of years, wait till they get it going, yeah. and then sign up for the shitty plans that they have, and then just just <laughs> then just do it. I mean, there are people now who are like body hacking and like yeah, that, that shit is insane. That sounds so weird. Like they're putting like USB ports on the top of their hands. And yeah, just like. Like, why? Like, you could easily put it in your pocket, too. Yeah. I, I or don't like understand. That, there's, like, that girl, I think she's from Norway, who put, like, a magnet uh-huh. computer chip in her wrist. And so when she does this, I'm moving my arm counterclockwise uh-huh. to the left. Uh-huh. Uh, all of the blinds in her house shut. Whoa. And when she moves it like that, the door opens. Like, she's got, like... That's a cool parlor trick. I don't know if I would cut my body for that. Right? <laughs> I know, right? Man, there's, a, there's some dude I've seen who, who uh, did the same thing with the chip in his hand, but he uses it for Apple Pay or for, for mm. chip paying stuff, which I can see that being much more... Uh, m- he's going to use that way more than opening his blinds and, and the front door, maybe. But I still, uh, I still I, think I, the I same thing, it. though. Like, that's... The, Two years and Apple Pay is going to be gone. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Like, why would I? I don't. It does not compute. No, so to speak. Also, like, are you a smart enough individual that you're going to be able to prevent yourself from being hacked? Oh my God! Imagine you, you, if you have I didn't Apple even Pay think about that. Somebody's on a chip. Steal your, yeah. Like, I that to me sounds like it's a matter of time before somebody has some mm-hmm. weird ass MIDI collector thing where they're right. just like walking around stealing people's mm-hmm. information. Yeah, they they ha- they like some some near field communication stuff will take money or was taking money straight out of people's wallets if they're walking by them. You can you can do that shit and just get close enough and it'll read uh, it'll read that account number um, and. 
and maybe I'm just paranoid and reading the wrong articles, but I've seen that shit, son. No, it's uh, what's the what's that for, that expression? Uh, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you or whatever. There's a there's a, <laughs> there's a fucking expression okay. like that, and it's totally true, mm-hmm. especially in this day and age when everything is being cataloged and right. everything is being uh, listened yeah, to. There's all kinds of data mining that goes on. Um, yeah. So as it, we say while we talk into right, into these microphones being be recorded, recorded for all, for all time, time on, on that, the internet, on yeah. the computer, on yeah. the web. On that Iron Man themed tissue box, yeah. I didn't even see that. Yeah, gotta get one of those from the bathroom. Yeah, I, I guarantee you that Eddie Gronoff didn't get paid for that, but that's fine. <laughs> Whatever, fuck it. That dude has a lot of money. Uh, yeah, what? Wait. Why is that? Is no? He's an artist and deserves to be fucking compensated for his work. You're right. I've switched sides. I'm with you now. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just have less less pity for him. Yeah, I guess, I guess is all. He'll, he'll probably be fine. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. He's got he's got that movie money. Hopefully he's doing all right. Right. Hopefully. Um. Okay. So, uh, so. I know Dark Mouse through Mythology. Right. Um. Where can people find Dark Mouse? Dark Mouse can be found online. Oh, uh, on my uh, on my website there are links to something I call Free Comics Friday, which is something that I always forget to plug. Is This is a <laughs> monthly comic book exercise that I do uh, where I make a comic and post it once a month on the first Friday of the month. Oh, cool. Today, you might say, is the first Friday of the month, and you might say, where's the comic? And I've been up real late this week, and I did not post something, so it'll get posted this weekend. <laughs> so you can see I'm super devoted to this, but it, yeah. it, it does keep me... Uh, uh, limber as far as like making different things there's no set stories uh sometimes stuff gets serialed uh it, it's really just an exercise where i can experiment and draw different comics and and just post it and just i make comics once a month but um to answer the question there is uh on there on my issue page online you can find i used to know dark mouse because i've sold out of the hard copies so i posted that online and you can also find all of the original first nine issues of the mini comics and i actually did two more earlier this year before i got rid of a laser printer i I printed out a couple more minis and as i was folding them i was just like i'm never doing this again (laughs) (laughs) i've paid people i I used to make the minis and and since then i've paid people to produce books for me and i'm just like i would much rather pay somebody to make my book and then i will sell that um I've, i've become spoiled to that but um that's where you can find dark mouse right now on my on my website and click on the uh the comics link in there, and it'll take you to all my online comics. What was the URL again? The URL is idraw.com, and it's not spelled how it sounds. It's E-Y-E-D as in dog, R-A-U-G-H.com. Because it's a pun. Exactly. Sort of. Exactly. And that came from just so many dumb internet things that I've done. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh... Remember this little website called MySpace? Um, no, I'm not familiar. What was that again? Uh, it was like it was kind of like Friendster. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm not familiar with that either. What was it? Uh, it was kind of like LiveJournal. Uh, I'm not really. A, 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 what was that? It was kind of like web pages. I can't go back farther than that. I don't GeoCities. Know. <laughs> GeoCities. GeoCities. It's kind of yeah. like GeoCities. That's all I got. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't really think before <laughs> GeoCities. Yeah. That's all, all it is. Yeah. It's kind of like DOS. Um, no. Uh, uh, I. It, it was a pun that I posted on my on my MySpace page once, and then it just kind of stuck. Mm. Or, like, or at least I, like, fell in love with it enough to just, like, put it on everything I do. And now it's, like, all of my, uh, all of my uh, Instagram and Twitter handles now. And so I, I, um, I wear that now. And that's my, that's my handle online. So I, love I draw. I draw.com. Go there. Take a look at comics. It's what I do. <laughs> 
Um, what uh, what have you been consuming these days in terms of books or art or what, what kind of stuff are you into? I have been consuming. You know, all I read lately, honestly, uh, full disclosure is. The comics that I buy from either you, Nicole, or anybody else that I see at small events like Zine Melt or, or the big events, uh, the conventions, and I go and I, I see other indie creators and I relate to that much more than, uh, as you say, tights and fights, uh, way more than I used to anyways. And I'll pick up the the occasional Spider-Man book just to like, because I, I need that on some level. Um, but I will, I, I mostly read like indie books. Um, and I read a lot of number ones coming out of the big two, but I only read those because I buy the blanks to draw on and then sell mm. at conventions. Mm. So that's, that's, uh, that's uh, the kind of realm that I read in. And I'm trying to think of like the most recent thing I read. I read a bunch of stuff from the, from the last zine mail. Obviously I read the Tiki. What is that called? Yeah, Tiki yeah, Surfwitches. Tiki Surfwitches, yeah. That was a solid book. Yeah? Yeah, just, the art is so sharp. The design is, is real well done. The writing is on point for, for what, it's, uh, what it's referencing, like old pulp-style mm-hmm. books. And then it just it happens to have uh, uh, drink recipes mixed in there. And they're not as um, uh, overpowering, or they don't take you out of the story as much as you think they would. Mm-hmm. It's really well done for, mm. for, for what it is, for this like novelty book that's really like a drink uh, uh, a recipe book. It's, it's really well done. So, uh, Do we remember the guy who made it? I remember where he was. He was in the back corner. Sex and Monsters. No. Yeah. It's from Sex and Monsters. Now, yeah, I meant to buy goes. that book, and then Nicole's phone got stolen, and I was like, oh, it like right. fucked up the entire day. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind yeah. of a bad day. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. Um, uh, I read that. I read. I didn't read your Action Hospital, the other pink one. Fuck off, Squad. Mm. That which is real sharp, my friend. That is, Thanks, buddy. That's real, real good. Thanks, buddy. Um, I enjoyed the Drake essay in there. <laughs> uh, enjoyed the the skater the skater sequences. Uh, Nicole has a real cool double page spread in there, or a couple of them. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, yeah she's uh, she's okay. She's, she's all right at drawing. She's a monster. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's all right. She knows a way around a pen. Yeah. Um, what else, have, what else have I read? I, I haven't picked it up yet, but I really want to read um, uh, Austin's book. Uh, oh, man. Hollow Mountain? Hollow Mountain, yeah. Mm, mm, that mm. is a fucking pretty book. Dude, his that shit is, is so good. I love that guy. That's I love that dude. So sharp. Yeah. Did you go to the uh, 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 the opening this Oh, week? he just had a show this weekend. Yeah, no, I was... I am 8-bit. Where was I? I had, a, I had something. I don't remember if I was like on set or... I had something to do that night, but I couldn't. Ah. Um... Uh, yeah, no, he did a poster. That, so that our friend Austin James was in a show called Sequels. Sequel, sequels, the sequel. Yeah, sequels, the sequel, because it was it's the second show. show about movie posters. The, the prompt was make a fake movie poster for a sequel that never happened. Right. And uh, Austin, his poster from last time was Monster Squad Two. Which was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. I didn't see that one. It's I, so I, good. I didn't go to the show, so I've only seen what's online, which is like Matilda from The Professional. Oh, right, yeah. Um, what else is in there? The Fight Club 2 one. I don't remember what it's called, but that one's real sharp. Uh, that's a, they, they do good stuff. They there. do great stuff, yeah. And so he, uh, this time, did a poster for a sequel to Being John Malkovich called 
being Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> which is amazing. So silly. And it's like spot on. It's spot on. It's a good drawing. It's a, it's it's a, a good great, piece. great, great drawing. Like, it yeah. looks like a real movie poster. He, he knows what he do- he's doing. Yeah, he's, he's like, all right. Yeah. That guy. He apparently just started drawing this year or something. It's, no, uh, that's, I wish. No, yeah, yeah. He said he used to be a mercenary, and now he, oh, yeah, yeah. he, he hung up the gun and uh, <laughs> wire that you use to choke people. I don't know what you the, the what? A garrot. The, there's a name for that thing? Yes, it's called a garrot. He hung up the garrot and he was like, no more of this shit. And he picked up a paintbrush. And that's what he's doing now. <laughs> oh! So, uh, he's just handed me a zine. This is called Airhorn Chronicles. I'm excited <laughs> about this. We're going to draw this Airhorn Chronicles right Damn, now. Man, I was trying to just trying to get him into it. He just didn't do it. What? Oh. No, 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 no. It's not real. It's not really well, because I'm, I'm in the middle of drawing. Now. All right, carry on. Uh yeah, um you do, you do a lot of conventions, my friend. No, you do way more. <laughs> I do, I do some. You do some. I'm dropping shit. Uh, kicking the table. If um, you had, um, if you had, uh, a bit of advice for someone who is maybe either trying to make stuff or trying to start con- doing conventions or, um, trying to get a foot in the door in that realm, what would you say? As far as live conventions places where you will physically go and have a table and have artwork there i would say um one of the one of the things that i had to learn was uh simplify or focus or uh uh have a solid message Mm. um which means uh don't have a thousand things on your table Mm. if you do have a thousand things on your table make them like one kind of thing like you guys have a lot of stickers and pins and books Mm -hmm. and you have a huge variety of those um but it's still easily digestible it's stickers and pins and books and i used to have i'm gonna try and think of all the things i had i had like handmade stickers um handmade books original art prints comics uh, paintings, like I would take canvases, my buddy would take framed artwork. We had so many things on the table, and people would walk up to the table and say, "What do you do?" Mm. And like, it, like we have, and we would we would think like, "Oh, we have a ton of artwork here. What is wrong with you, person?" And mm-hmm. as you look at our art and cannot digest what we're doing, uh, if you create too many things, too many too many options for. Uh, too many avenues for people's brains to travel on they're not going to know what what to do with it so uh, simplifying is good or has been good for me that's not always the case for everybody of course um but i used to have a ton of shit and now i have uh like two two or three books that i will push and and for sure i focus on the shadow people um i think there's really something to the idea of of um becoming not becoming known for one thing, but like practicing and focusing on one thing and people will gravitate towards that. Like, for example, we're going to use you and your Instagram profile. <laughs> okay. Like how you, how you, uh, uh, like 90% of that shit that I've seen is you drawing comics and that's like, that's pretty much all it is. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you've developed a, a, a large following on that. Uh, and I, I, I can see that also in not just that, but like in other people's pages. If people are just doing memes all the time and they just do straight memes, people will go there because they know that that's a resource for memes. They know that you're a resource for these videos, and and people will gravitate towards that. This this singular message or this this one thing. They know that that that's what it is. They they know how to consume that and they will uh, uh, pursue that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, I would agree with that, especially online. Right. I think. When 
as creators when we have to figure out what our personal brand is and how how things are going to evolve or whatever in terms of a well, I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do this and that and the other and I want to be over there. Like, yeah, it's that, and no one's telling you not to do those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just in terms of getting traction to start with, yeah, I think it's important to go with maybe what f- comes naturally, if that makes any sort of sense. No, it makes sense because it'll come naturally and you're not going to have to think too hard about it. Um, uh, like, it's one thing if I was trying to cater to... Uh, deep South white Republicans, right, right, right. Like you, I don't, I wouldn't really know how to cater to those people. Exactly. exactly. But if I'm catering to like people who like art comics, mm-hmm. I can, can, I can do that. Can do that. Yeah, I can do that. I like weirdo comics. There you go. And like, and um, I fucking eat that shit up too. Like I want to do more of that. Like case in point, I made a Twitter comic book, or I made uh, comics that use augmented reality. I'm all about uh, some kind of. Uh, slant on the comic, not just being comic. By the way, these were going to be collaborative, so I'm going to end up drawing on that do one it. too. Do it. All right, what is this one? It's just a little skull and bones guy. Still skull and bones guy. All right, cool. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I love fucking with the form too. That's why, like, the the thing I'm in the middle of drawing right now is, um, in the middle of my next book, which is going to be Action Hospital, uh, issue 19. Uh, which is going to be roughly uh, like 250 pages or so. In the middle of the book, there's going to be a massive fight scene where two characters explode into an elevator shaft, fall down the shaft, and then fight down a hallway. Mm -hmm. But the way that's depicted is I've drawn, I think, 16, I don't even know at this point. I think I've drawn 16 (laughs) double-page spreads. That are all the background. So it's yeah. like eight pages down and then eight pages to the right. Right. And and, and it's almost like a platform. Yeah, platform it's like a pla- platform in a video game. Or the way that like old school animation was made where they would produce it's a pan, a pan right. in one super long background and then they would animate the characters on top of it. Um, that's how I'm approaching this. So the, the background is completed. I've done all of those stupid fucking backgrounds and now i'm in the middle <laughs> nice job thank you yeah, that's a that's uh that gets tedious oh man especially when it's like you're drawing pseudo decaying brick mm-hmm. like it's like you gotta throw uh, in those details because tons of little craggly lines cracks and stains and spills yeah and, oh yeah. and there's like a wire here and then there's a, like a weird <laughs> technology pipe thing they and, should have an emergency exit here obviously i gotta go back and draw that now. yeah exactly this will never this will never be up to code <laughs> <laughs> um so i have finished the backgrounds and i'm in the middle of drawing all of the foregrounds right now of mm-hmm. the characters falling down fighting so so explain explain that that the logistics of that are you drawing these on a separate piece of paper yes. and then just like and then i'm gonna photoshop them together oh, okay okay and so the way it's gonna work when you read the book is every page turn so you're gonna be looking at a double page spread of a, a ostensibly like a wide shot of a camera right and so you're gonna you know you turn the it goes from sequentials you turn the page and then you're looking at like the inside of an elevator shaft ostensibly and there's nothing in there. You turn the page, and now it's the same background of that elevator shaft, but there's a massive, like, cloud of dust, and there's technology coming in, and there's a giant ten-headed demon and a shark-human hybrid fighting in midair. And then you turn the page again, and then the, the cloud is now dispersed, and the, uh, the shark-human hybrid and the ten-headed demon are, like, floating in midair in a different spot in the hallway fighting. 
That's so sick. That's, and as you turn the pages, they're going to be like bouncing off the walls, falling down the elevator shaft, shooting lasers and biting each other inside. Tight. That's so tight. Um, so it's going to be a long fight book. How much? How much? Well, it's not though. Oh. That's just the middle or the the end hundred pages. Wow. So that's a hundred pages. There's a hundred pages of well, it's eighty eight pages you hate to be yourself. Precise. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> it's eighty eight pages to be exact. So nice. there's like eighty pages of sequentials, and then there's probably about fifty pages of Joan, who's the main character, uh, like trapped in a room that's being uh, on have, going under. Uh, Siege by cavemen from the distant past. So, and that's <laughs> done. The, that's done the same way. Where like I drew the background in the room, and then Joan it, like runs around the room, and like cave dude comes comes in. She punches the cave dude. Another dude comes in. She punches that guy. People run down the hallway, so on and so forth. Um, but I'm like midway through. I think I just did foreground element 33 out of 44 total <laughs> and they're big ass drawings they're like 22 by yeah, you're 17 doing, you're doing the you're doing the the the, the blue the blue line blue pages. line pages like fuck off huge what um, size is your scanner uh, 11 by 17 okay yeah uh which is technically not true Nicole oh. has a scanner. Oh. <laughs> what side? Good on, Nicole. Good on you, Nicole. <laughs> Nicole good has. Good job, good job. Well, I'm going to have to do it, but Nicole has. She has the tools. She has the tools, and cool. I'm going to be like, uh, excuse me, uh, can I hang out and. What, <laughs> For like seven hours. Seven hours and scan all this bullshit. <laughs> hey, man, do what um, you got to do. Make those comics. Yeah. Uh, so I don't even remember the original point of why I started talking about this, but um, that's what I'm in the middle of drawing. Right cool, now. cool. And I think I think we first got onto this because we were talking about uh, oh, fucking what, with the form, yeah, fucking with the form, and, yeah, 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 and yeah, what yeah. to take uh, to conventions. Uh, f- as far as fucking with the form goes, I used to have oh, fuck, man. I wanted to. I I don't know why I felt like I couldn't do it. I just I guess uh, I was. Uh, bummed out that people didn't like my million different things on my table but uh, so I started doing more conventional style comics but I had like ideas for accordion style comics and a comic where uh, it was about it's similar similar to your idea of the elevator shaft there's uh, going to be die cut squares and pages and it was all going to be different types of ways of these pages interacting with each other like uh, one one page on your left hand side would be uh, a werewolf or something going to jump through a window that the opposite page will be the window, but essentially mm. the page cut out. And then when you turn that, the next page is the guy on the inside uh, uh, running in fear of from this werewolf. And then you turn the next page, and there's going to be something else in there. Mm. Um, I've made these. Uh, I made these zines a while ago that were uh, I called them unfolding comics. It's basically a piece of paper that's folded into quarters, and it looks like a book at that point. But as you open it up. Uh, uh, it's going to open up into a whole sheet of paper. And as you open it, the the space will double in size every time. So, like, the first one was this guy. He drinks Chemical X, and he turns into this giant monster progressively over mm. the folds of this mm. page of this book. Uh, so much of that uh, I've, is is just the most fun to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for doing that. I'm going to enjoy reading that. <laughs> yeah, I really... Because uh, what you're talking about is even fucking with the construction of a book, which I think right. is something slightly different, while completely germane to this conversation, I think there's something to be said for the logistics and inherent um, challenges that exist within working oh, yeah. in comics, specifically right, in like right. panel-to-panel transitions, using the language of comics... Um, which can be super gimmicky when done wrong. 
Oh, yeah. But when done right, hopefully are fucking awesome. Agreed, um, agreed. So that's the goal with the book is are like, you, uh, don't be a gimmick. Are you, um, well, no, I mean, if it's, if it's suiting, if it, if it suits the story, if, if there's function to that, then it's not. Then it's not a gimmick. But, not, the, but the, yeah, that's true. That's true. But I think a lot of people. It's hard, it's hard to get past that for a lot of yeah, people. So, yeah. And the goal is to make something that's digestible and exists beyond the, like, for Suicide Forest, that book is not about the fact that it mimics a flip book. It's right, about right. sitting with each one of those double-page spreads and it building suspense. Right, and dealing with that, that exactly. over time. Exactly, and right. using the comics medium, hopefully, in a new way. In a, like, I only know of one other book that was like ours, which I found after we made it, because everyone was like, oh, you guys ripped us off. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> which I'm, like, super jazzed, because honestly, like, I think ours is better. But whatever, it's fine, it's cool, don't I worry was, about it. I was about to ask what book it was. It's called Here, oh, okay. uh, and it's uh, it's very interesting. It takes place in one room uh, over, like, two million years. Have you... Um, Sorry, and so you, it's, you turn the pages, the same idea, you're looking at a room, and as you turn the pages, um, panels appear and disappear, and you see different moments in time. You see a family that lived there during the 50s, and cave people that lived there, and Native Americans that lived in the l- plot of land that this apartment building is on, and ah. so on and so forth. The problem that I had with it is that there's not a lot of story. It's right, just kind right. of like you witness time. Right. Which is a thematically really cool idea, mm-hmm. and I really, really dug the, the execution of the book and the idea of using page turns that way. Did you find it challenging to make a story into, or, or uh, uh, I don't know if you would shoot, say shoehorning a story into Suicide Forest, but did you find that a challenge to get a, the narrative in there? Um, no, not necessarily, because it was a very specific, small idea, and I think that's the same thing that people say about our book too. Is like, mm, I wish there was more story, which is like, yeah, I, uh, I, I get that. Okay, yeah. Um, for me, uh. It's the it's the comic I wanted to read, so it's like the for me it's like perfect. the perfect balance of like it's a very specific small thing. Uh, that being said, I have written a second one, uh, mm-hmm. which is all story, um, and not just told in one room, uh, which maybe someday we'll make. Just because Nicole's drawing like seven thousand fucking things right now, um, but that's fine. She doesn't need to sleep. Fuck you, Nicole. <laughs> um, Man, always riding in here on her high horse. I know. You're not that good, Nicole. <laughs> Shit. No. You're not that amazing. I mean, yeah, you do make me cry at night because I want to draw half as good as you, but whatever. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, she's a good sport. That's all I got. <laughs> I don't even know if she's a good sport. She's just a great artist. Mm. Well. <laughs> See, like I'm taking this seriously. I shouldn't take this seriously. Uh, uh, what were we talking about? I don't fucking know, man. All right, then comics, uh, the medium, fucking with it. I wanted to talk about uh, a little more on uh, tabling. Oh yeah, do it. Um, take some snacks. Take something to like hand sanitizer. Oh man, hand sanitizer like a motherfucker. Yes, you need you need that. Um, take uh, uh try and try and get everything into some kind of compartmentalized thing with wheels cuz that the wheel makes everything easier. Yep. Um have just have good presentation. My my wife has encouraged me to frame my artwork more. That's another thing. I was not very big on uh, presentation for a long time, and and now I care about how shit looks. And the response has been overwhelming. Your uh, your wife sounds like a smart lady. She's pretty decent. I keep her around. Um, <laughs> she's she's the greatest. Uh, uh, 
Does she make stuff too? She is. Uh, she is getting into floral design. She has a. We're gonna give shoutouts. Um, she's got an Instagram page called Jardin de la Den in Spanish. J a r d i n d e l dot e d e n, and she makes floral arrangements with uh, succulents and flowers and uh, what we have at the house, and then whatever she finds at uh, uh, the flower market in L.A. That's dope. And, yeah, she's uh, really good at it. And uh, I'm very proud of her and what she's doing with it. Get so, it, get it, yeah, get man. it. My How'd you guys meet? My lady's hustling. Uh, on a on a, a mutual friend outing, she was told, hey, we're going out with a bunch of friends. Uh, there's this dude. We want you to meet him. Uh, and He's real horny. <laughs> More or less. Look, look, he's just. we just need you to take one for the team. and uh, <laughs> Just marry him. You don't it's have, fine. You don't have to call him or anything. Uh, uh, and then my friends are just like, hey, you want to go out? And I was like, yeah, let's go. And so I just like fell right into the trap. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, just met on a, an outing with friends, and uh, we both had the right positive attitude. And it turns out we're both, or she at the very least is cool as hell. And <laughs> and deals with me, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can, uh, 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 so I married her. And I was like, I was like, I'm taking you, I'm keeping you, and you can't do anything about it. She yeah. probably could, but uh, she could legally, but yeah, you know, for sure. Um, but for my own brain, if, to help me sleep at night, I'm just gonna pretend like she can't. Right, exactly. See, um, what uh, what 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 books or projects are you working on right now, other than your public art um, applications? Thanks. Uh, I am working on. I have a list. Oh shit! List of things that I want to do, and I'll read some of them because I don't want to say all of them. Because you think I'm going to steal your ideas? No, no, no. That's cool, bro. I think I think Aristotle's going to steal my ideas. Holy shit! He's over there just writing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a handmade sketchbook. What the fuck? Take a look at that. I, for, what is this? Is this a cereal box? It Booberries? Was a, it was a cereal box. You made box. a fucking sketchbook out of booberries and like yeah, weird travel maps and shit? This is pimp as fuck. Thanks, dude. Uh, I haven't I haven't done that shit in so long. And I was I was doing that for a while too. I would take these to conventions. I had like a stack of these guys, and people were like, what is this? And I would be like, these are handmade sketchbooks made with kite string and cereal boxes and love. Um, and I would sell those. And so just like all kinds of random stuff um Ooh, but anyways this is, nice too. Ooh, yeah, this is a fun sketchbook man yeah it's cool it, it keeps it interesting so like i have to do something different which is why like uh, uh, uh like things which is why it's hard for me to focus on stuff because i just like uh changing it up for myself so my instagram always is something else uh every week or more um my comics online it's never going to be the same thing twice because i can't i can't deal with that mm. um and it takes it takes a lot for me to focus and, and barrel and finish books like shadow people are here or dark mouse apparently um how long is the dark mouse comic that you want dark mouse i don't even have the page count like i know the big sequences that i want but i don't know how how long it would be i would guess it's gonna be like around 100 pages okay yeah so it's not sizable so it's 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 like that's it's substantial it's it's five comics and who do you when you are gonna do something that size are you gonna draw it like at reproduction size, or you can draw it no, large? No, I, I want to do it larger. I want to do it larger just because shit looks better when you shrink it down. Yeah. Um, I don't have I don't have a big scanner, though, so I don't know if I'm going to do another half-size book or what, but uh, it'll be drawn Photo larger than it'll... Photo Merge does exist. You know, I'm just saying. Say that again? Photo Merge does exist. It does. It does. Um, there, are, there are techniques to make it look proper, um, but... That's right. so that's the that's the thing I'm not looking forward to. Yes, yeah, having to scan this thing and then photo merge. Scan's fine, but yeah. photo merge this bitch is going to be like. Yeah, 
I, I tried I tried taking comics one time to work and just like throwing them on the the Xerox copy machine mm-hmm. and scanning it that way and just it, there's so much garbage that comes in that way. Mm. There's like so much just like dust and and crappy image resolution and it's real bad. It was fine because it was for a zine style thing. So I was like I was like that's fine it's part of it but I'll never do this for something proper, which mm. is it kind of goes without saying. I just I was like maybe it'll work and of course it didn't. Yeah. Um things when I, when I first started making comics, not to interrupt you, but no, no. I, when I first started making comics, uh I didn't realize that you, they made scanners that were 11 by 17. <laughs> You're so right, I drew right. everything 11 by 17, took it to Kinko's, mm-hmm. shrunk it down by 60%, and then scanned a Kinko's. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Photocopy. Yeah. Damn. I'm an idiot. No. Idiot. I mean, I, <laughs> we all do silly things when we're, when we're young, try and get jobs with no artwork. That's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Also, I we will learn, say we learn. You that can't... the comics internet has changed a lot. Oh, hell yeah. Like, there was straight up, like, now you can, like, just search any comic book creator's name on YouTube and find, like, four interviews with them. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's... And when I was in high school, I, I had to shit. fucking stab someone to get, like, even the fact you... that there were, like, forums online to talk about comics. Did they live? When you stabbed him? Uh, you know, just a couple times. All right, that's good, fine. good. Like on the leg, right? You yeah, 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 yeah. No major organs? No, no major, no major right, organs. Good, good, good. Yeah. That's good to hear. I, sorry, uh, I keep interrupting you. That's fine. Um, I really like YouTube for interviews, too. That's There's just so much. Yeah, uh, I was listening. Before I came over here, I was working on pages and listening to a Tucker Stone and Julia. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Julia Gajorfer? Gorge Gajorfer? I don't know how to pronounce her last name. What do they do? She, Tucker Stone, uh, is, uh, he hosts that podcast, uh, Travis Bickle on the Riviera. I think he also either owns or is involved in Bergen Street Comics. Um, and then, uh, Julia is, uh, a fairly famous, un, like, uh, cartoonisty, art comicsy person. She did a book called, um, The Color, The Color Black, which is about, like, uh, gay pirates having mermaid sex, uh, or gay pirates, no, pirates having sex with a mermaid. Uh, and then another one about, um, which that one I think was featured in like America's Best Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another one called, oh God, what is it called? It's about a, a guy who's dead who, uh, has to go find his wife. Oh man. <laughs> A, I just listened to the interview right before I came here. I should know this. That's and fine. and B, I have both of the comics and I've met her multiple <laughs> times. Um she's great. She's super, super cool. Uh uh, but yeah, I was listening to an interview with them where she was doing some like book release signing for the color black and um at like a library or something. They were in a room where there was like a giant wall of leather bound books behind Sweet. them. Um none of them were real. It's no. Or it was all encyclopedias from twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, the first book is called, like, So Far Gone or Gone mm. Not Here. It's three words. Okay. Um, but, yeah, her shit's so rad. She does, like, super intricate um, pen and ink paid black and white pages. Um, Send me a link. I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a really nice interview. And she also is just, like, super smart and really really great. Cool. Um, uh, and I don't remember now how we... God. I keep interrupting you. I, I, I started asking you about YouTube because, like, oh, I, yeah. I watch artist interviews on there all the time. Um, and I want to ask you more, but I'm just going to read this because I yeah. keep saying that I'm going to do it. Uh, books I want to do. 
there's like two or three in here that are augmented reality books that I want to do, but I want to get away from the technology, so I'm, I don't know how how uh, tangible these are going to be. There's one based on near-field communication. Are you familiar with mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so kind of the same stuff we were talking about earlier with taking money from people without touching them. Um, uh, I imagine a comic where you take your phone and you tap it on something and I have it all worked out but I don't want to give it all away because yeah, yeah, it yeah. has to do with the story but you take your phone you tap it on something and then suddenly you have uh, a series of images in your phone but all those images are comic book pages that's so, dope right so like you walk up and you can just tap it on a thing and you have a comic in there and so uh, like I'll have a sample comic and then like I sell them in a pack you have all these three different comics that work together to make one story which is super complex but also uh Again, it is dependent on technology, and I don't know how long that stuff's going to be here. So I would like to do that very much, but we'll see. So basically you should just do it sooner rather than later. Right, exactly. And then that just pushes Dark Mouse down, down the, line. the line further. Yeah. yeah. Again, I cannot focus. Uh, there's, there's so many things. This is my problem. There's so many things that are uh, uh, will be good in the long run if I, if, I, if I work on X... I know X will be good in the long run, and it will be uh, uh, somehow beneficial uh, to me greater than a lot of things. X takes a long time uh, for for sake of argument. If I do X, I'm going to get $5,000. Um, it's going to take me about three months. Um, but if I do Y, I'm going to make 50 bucks tomorrow. Okay, well, I'm going to go do Y. Okay, and then the next day, a Z comes up, and I'm going to make 20 bucks doing that. All right, I'll do that. And then just X just keeps getting pushed down farther and farther. farther, farther, farther yeah. So, like, I don't... So, focusing is a big thing that I would need to work on, and, and, and this public art project is, again, just one of those things that came up, and so I was doing that, and hopefully that works out. But anyways, uh, technology books, Dark Mouse graphic novel, there's a comic book uh, that I want to work on with a buddy of mine where... Uh, you, it's one of those flip books where you read it on one side and it tells a story and you can flip it upside down and on the back there's another comic and in this one the two stories meet in the middle mm-hmm. and so another one of those where it's uh, playing with the medium mm-hmm. um, I did one like that in high school or college you? yeah what was that called oh god or, or, do you want to talk about it or no no I mean I honestly don't remember what it was called oh. uh, but it was basically uh, it was a breakup comic where half the comic well, it was from the dude's point of view, and you read it, and you see him like the conversation that mm-hmm. he has while they're breaking up, and the girl's like really mean to him, and he's mm-hmm. like the the victim, and then you flip it over and you read it the other way, and uh, he's just like a complete asshole, right, and she's right. being really nice. So, you know, perspectives, perspectives, yeah, right, right. It wasn't that great. Ah. Um, College art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was it was for a bookmaking. Back to that. It was for <laughs> a bookmaking class, um, and the. I didn't do a single project in that class that wasn't a comic. Nice. I just refused. Good I was for like, you. Nah, for you. I'm just making comics. Yep. Fuck you. Good. Good. Before before I got into my uh, senior painting class, um, uh, there was a, there was an opportunity. Like there were, there was like a limited number of seats and shit to get into the class, and the instructor was was uh, called a meeting with or, or one one day before the term ended or whatever there was a meeting where all of the students all of us got together and he was like okay guys I only have X amount of seats in the class and if you want to go to the advanced class and not the intermediate one I'll, I'll listen to your spiel and but you got to know exactly what you're going to do and I was like I was like I know exactly what I want to do I have this comic book about Tupac I'm going to make
gimmick. And so Tupac is actually the superpowered being, and he fakes his death. And there's a lot of people in the, in, in the neighborhood where he's from, in the ghetto, and they are also superpowered, but they're all strategically placed. And there's a lot of turmoil going on. There's a lot of police brutality. There's uh, just uh, all kinds of tension going on. And right when everything's coming to a head, Tupac comes back when he was prophesied to come back, and he unites his his superpowered friends, and they bring the neighborhood, they save the neighborhood, and bring it to pros, uh, pros, prosperity. 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 Yeah. Is, what's the other one? Posterity is uh, for the future. Ah. Prosperity is like we're all now uh, we're bred the prosperous. fuck up. Got it. Got yeah. It. Well, I, I don't know that I wanted to th- them to be rich, but anyways, it's, you know what I'm shit saying. works out. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. We're on the same page. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 and I was like, I'm going to make that comic. And he was like, okay, that sounds good. So like, <laughs> so like, so like And like, it wasn't even Tupac. It was, it was that dumb thing where I just changed the name. It was... Uh, it was Putak? It was something like that. Dumak. Dumak? Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Because college art. Uh, so then, uh, uh, so I signed up. I got into the advanced class. And then I just made invisible art. Just like that whole year. I didn't do shit. I was just like, I was, ma- I was doing stuff, but it was, it was not the uh, uh, practical stuff I wanted to I, was, I said I was going to make mm-hmm. and then I graduated wa- with honors and got awards and yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was cool yeah that, that was, was great cool. I did great at school and then in the real world well you know how that turned out yeah um, so I want to do different art shows I want to do a bunch of different prints um, I need to put other stuff online there's a lot of a lot of stuff two bullshit to do lists I have those as well right oh right. god yeah in front of my sketchbooks I have same thing, except mine's a little less concrete. Like mm-hmm. Yours is like, I want to do this book. I want to do that. Right, right. Um, mine are like... I don't know how much longer we have. We can just keep oh, going word. until we end. Let's do it. I'm going to draw the pants on this guy. Um, uh, mine are like the first two pages of every sketchbook I do are random ideas. Like cool. either some of them, either it's a... It, it, I have an idea for it to be a book or I have a whatever. Right. Um, and so it's probably about... I don't know, 50 or 60 random, like, two or three word phrases that are like, oh, that's a that's a character name, or this is my idea for screenplay, or that's a uh, fucking, I don't know, a tome poem. I don't make those, but <laughs> whatever. Um, uh, and I'm actually finally taking one of them off the off the list. Finally. Nice. Because it's, you know, you, those dumb ideas just, like, follow you around, where you're, like... You get sidetracked with other things, like you're saying, or you know, yeah. you're working on another book, and yeah, I'm writing a, a, a f- spec feature screenplay right now. Awesome. Uh, which is called Citizen Kane, the Cruisical. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So it's called Citizen Kane, the so, Cruisical. Tell me, Tom Cruise is in it? No, 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 uh, no, no. What no, kind no. of cruise it's, is it? It is. A story about a 60-something recently divorced alcoholic theater director, somewhat along the lines of a Julie Taymor, who gets approached by a former Hollywood executive who now is the head of a cruise line to make a cruise musical adaptation of Citizen Kane. (laughs) So the movie is kind of like Hamlet 2 meets Waiting for Guffman. Uh... Uh, yeah, I've seen, it, I've seen neither of those. Okay, well, yeah. you're missing out on uh, <laughs> on 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 waiting for Guffman. Hamlet Two is really bad, but I have a soft spot for it because a lot of the characters, or one of the characters, comes from Tucson. 
Oh, really? And it supposedly takes place in Tucson. Even though they shot it in New Mexico and it fucking doesn't look a thing like Tucson because New Mexico isn't fucking Tucson. Isn't that always the worst where like you see this place that you know and you're like, oh, I know that place. And then they drive further down and there's like the Golden Gate Bridge or some crazy bridge. <laughs> yeah. like, that fucking bridge is not there. That happened with Charlie's Angels. Yeah. 20 years-ish ago. <laughs> and me and my friends were so upset about that. And then we were, uh, you forget about it like in the next 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You see Cameron Diaz in, your, in her underwear and you're like, all right, fine, whatever. <laughs> I, was never, I was never a Cameron Diaz fan. Yeah? No, oh, no, 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 no. I was a Cameron Diaz fan for The Mask. I was just going to say, have yeah, you the, seen The Mask? Yeah, The Mask is yeah, that. might want to invest in that. Yep, yep. That, no. that, that, that movie is A, one of the best comic book movies ever made. Yes, it, that's right. I forgot and about that. And two, that's right. she's extremely good in that movie. Not only is she like amazing looking as a human. Right. Uh, but she's really funny in that movie and doesn't get any credit for it. I haven't seen I haven't seen that movie in years. It's really good. Gotta watch that again. I um, was really hoping they would make sequels, like the comics where they're all weird and dark and fucked up. But, oh, really? Oh, I've man. never read the books. Oh, they're so fucked. Oh, shit. They're great. They're yeah. really good. Because with that with that mask, of course, it would it would get real dark real fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, can you talk about your love, or can we talk about? Or, or because I found this out and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Our love of the uh, uh, alien predator. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so the question that I always ask people uh-huh. when this subject comes up is there's two types of people in this world. Mm-hmm. I think we may have had this conversation a couple time, a little while ago in reality, but we're going to have it on so. air right yeah, now. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So in reality, in the real world that we all live in, mm-hmm. there are two people. This one. This one there are two types of fucking humans. One of those types loves Alien 3. The other one of those types <laughs> loves Alien 4. <laughs> Which one are you? Alien 3, mm. Alien 4. Which one do you like? Which one do I like out of those? Can I say... Look, we all know Aliens is good. We all know Alien is good. That's not right, the point. Right, right. Aliens 3 or Aliens 4? Because you instantly, when you ask that to somebody, you weed out the people who are like, when you say, what's your favorite alien movie, yeah. then you're, you're really asking, do you like alien or aliens? Which is, the, the, that's a fine discussion to have. Both of those movies have But what if you've merits. never seen the other ones? Then you're not an alien fan and I don't care. <laughs> like, so, the question is, Alien 3 or Alien 4? Because then you instantly weed out the people who are like, man, I love the first one! Fuck you, that's not the conversation we're having. I'm trying to figure out who you are as a human. Got and it. it's a real synecdoche if you say four... You're a weirdo. Now, I'm, I, I'm you're, a way to, I'm a way to no, say no, no, what you're I... Already, you've given it away. You've no, 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 no. All right. Which one do you like? I like... Well, we'll say this. Uh, no, no, no disclaimers. I shouldn't have said the weirdo because I... Never mind. No, Which no, one I, do you, I was going to say the disclaimer anyways because I hadn't seen Alien 3 until maybe like two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had never See, seen it. See, but again, now them. again, though, that tells me something. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't put in that effort. Like if I catch a movie, I'll watch it. <laughs> uh, when I was when I was younger, I saw Alien Four when it came out. Oh and, wow! And before that, I had seen Alien One only. I oh had, wow! I had never seen Aliens. Mm. So like I've seen them in all kinds of crazy orders. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I saw Alien uh, Resurrection, Alien Four, mm-hmm. I was at just the right age for that. Yeah, yeah. I ate that shit up. I Me love too. That. Love that. Alien Four is right, my cool. favorite. That's the shit. Um, Mostly because Alien 4 is, like, the weirdest... It's so weird. The weirdest big-budget art movie that ever got made. My, like, I have no idea how they... And also... Right, it is an art movie. It's oh totally a weird... It's Jean-Pierre Jeunet <laughs> and fucking Joss Whedon. That opening sequence is very strange. It's super weird. So and neat. also, like, 
you, it's also interesting just kind of also in like a career like uh, archaeologist way of like looking at that movie and then looking at Serenity and being like oh or you know Firefly and Serenity mm-hmm. and being like yes, oh yes. that was Joss Whedon like trying to retroactively fix what was done to him really oh are you kidding space pirates fucking they're all like it's, it's a team of han solos going mm-hmm. out on an adventure mm-hmm. like they're like ne'er-do-wells they can't be trusted can they be trusted that kind of shit uh-huh. it's like it's like a i mean the, the high concept for alien 4 is like it's a space western with aliens <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right it is it and is, there's like very little science in it yeah and also i love and hate the alien at the end of the movie the like human oh, alien hybrid oh me too yeah that it, thing is so dumb looking it's so conflicting and like i hate th- i would yeah, honestly, the weird nose the weird, tentacle the, the weird nose tentacle thing that like why? moves like, when he's why? angry why which animal had that neither what one is of them, this neither one of them had that before before they before they melded or whatever you want to call it and also um, like he has human eyes which is like that's the, yeah. the like the core design of the alien Aliens, head is like no it's a eyes. penis with no yeah. eyes right, and a mouth right Yep. Like that's such a two weird, mouths. yeah, so two like, mouths. So like more, 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 just more penis, penis for your money. More penis, so much penis. Uh, and HR guy here, yeah, for real. <laughs> and to deviate from that is simultaneously like a super bold chance to take, mm-hmm. where you know that there was somebody in that fucking you know concept room was like. Should we just have no eyes on this? <laughs> and Jean-Pierre Genet was like, no, we are having the eyes. The eyes are what separate it from the, the other xenomorphs. Uh, <sighs> because so that's how I We, we need to make it human. We need to see the emotion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It mu- we must bond with its connectivity when it is trying to convince Ripley that it loves it. Oh, man. Like, I love how fucking weird that movie is. I was watching that, I was watching that a couple of years ago. Out of nowhere... Uh, out of nowhere, my wife Eva Hardin de la Ven, uh, she wanted to buy the Alien uh, collection. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, where does that come from? And I was, but I was like, not opposed to. It. I was like, yeah, man, let's do it. That's great. And we're gonna watch these in like four <laughs> nights in a row. It's gonna be great. Uh, we found out I, I didn't, I hadn't realized that Sigourney Weaver had produced the uh, part three. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good for her for fucking going out and making a movie she wanted to make. Yeah, um, I think at that point she was the highest paid actress of all time. Wow. For that movie specifically, I think she got like thirty five million. Fucking killing it, yeah, killing it. Uh, and then, and then, uh, Resurrection is just like this this crazy badass movie with, uh, with just aliens. Like let's throw let's throw in all these badasses in there that worked with part two. We'll we'll do it again. For yeah, part four. We'll try it for part four. It won't yeah. quite work as much, no, no, no. but we'll no. we'll try it. Yeah, it, it it was it was great for me. I yeah I I love <laughs> I love that movie for what it's trying to be. Okay, uh, so that's Alien. Yeah, Predator. Okay. Predator 1, Predator 2. Predators. Predators. Uh, also, no. can we both just agree? Well, and then there's also the question, oh, of, yeah, are, yeah. You an, are you an AVP or, or AVP 2? AV, yeah. AVP. Are you, yeah, first one? Yes. Okay, word. I'm decidedly AVP. AVP, colon, Alien versus Predators, colon, uh, whatever the, what's the? Requiem. Uh, Requiem. What a fucking like, bullshit. Like, you have why? two colons in your title? Like, you have two fucking colons. It doesn't, it doesn't, what are they requiescing? I don't, there's Yeah, no one's dying yeah. that they're performing a Requiem for. It's fine. Like, just, like, what? Just, just let the aliens fight. I yeah. Mean. I don't know. I love, yeah. I love that movie, uh, because it's actually R. Uh, there's oh, one right. predator. There's one fucking yep. predator. Mm. Um, the Predalien while you can't really see it for the majority of the movie because yes. it was so it's fucking dark, so dark. Uh, 
the design is cool, and honestly, just seeing a Predalien is cool. Yeah, yeah, because that's that was always the thing when you're uh, when when you're growing up on these movies, you're like, I need them, I need these things to meld together. It was, it's just like fucking Batman and Superman fighting. You always want that to happen, mm-hmm. and then you get it, and it's not. And it's almost so far, it's not what you want it to be. It's, no, it's I would I would say though that I would rather watch. AVP colon Alien vs. Predator colon Requiem every day for the rest of my life than ever watch <laughs> Batman vs. Superman colon Dawn of Justice ever again. How many times did you see it? Batman vs. Superman colon yeah. Dawn of Justice? Yeah. I saw that movie Please once. say the whole title every Oh, I always time. do. Very cool. I always do. Uh, uh, um, what was I going to say? I don't like in, just back to Predator, I don't like in Requiem how, how which is like short... There's a bunch of things not to like about it, but um, oh yeah, there's a shitload of things not to like about like about Requiem. <laughs> the, the 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 when you're a kid and you're playing like movie monsters, you're playing Jaws, you're playing whatever. Uh, did you ever play Jaws as yeah, a kid? Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, cool. We okay. had pools. Good. Good. <laughs> Fucking. I, I know people who like hadn't seen Jaws as an adult. Like my wife had never seen it, and like I took her to go see it. She's like, "Oh, that's a good movie." Which is like, your favorite yes. Jaws movie? Oh, shit. Number one. All right. Tell me, cool. tell me it's revenge. Tell me it's Dude, revenge. of course it's Jaws the Revenge. Are you kidding me? Of course it's fucking Jaws the I Revenge. I ate that shit up too. I rented that <laughs> several times from our local VHS rental establishment. And yeah. It was great. No, I love Jaws, Jaws the Revenge. Jaws the Revenge. So many times you play with your Legos and you're like, okay, now the boat stabs the shark. Like, again? And that's actually where I was going with the Requiem. Like, whenever you're playing with monsters, the solution, the end all be all to end the game is that, okay, drop a nuke on it. And then that's what they did in the movie. Spoiler alert, guys! If you haven't seen that movie, <laughs> I know, I know you're upset now because you've missed out on on how this movie goes and and how it ends. But they drop a nuke on it, which is just like the laziest thing. But it's uh, uh it's also like the, it is. It's so lazy. But not only is it lazy, but it's been used like in every horror movie. Mm, yeah, like that, isn't that how fucking uh, Return of Living Dead one ends, or was it Return of it? Living Dead two? One of them, I think, two or three of them end that way. Honestly, I don't think I've ever seen any of those movies. Those are dope. Yeah. There's five of them, and they're dope. Is that is that that the <laughs> the original is black and white, right? Nope. No? That's Night of Living Dead. Night of Living. See, that's the thing. I get confused with the yeah, titles no. too. Night, night, dawn, day, land, diary. Jesus Christ. Uh, diary. And there's another one after Diary. So there's six of those. Don't you have the... This is off topic now. Don't you have the... Survival Survival of the Dead is uh, the last one. What's the the script? Screenplay. Screenplay. Is that what you're asking? Yes. Briefly mentioned on the Facebooks. Speed Racer. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have that. You want to read it? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I have uh, a bunch of weirdo... Cool. scripts that either never got produced or you know uh, were turned into other movies that kind of stuff yeah i have the jj abrams um speed racer movie that never got made which is amazing yeah it's like really good cool that being said the wachowski speed racer is one of my favorite movies so oh really oh I man that i've movie never is so seen good. the the show or the or the movie but it's a good movie oh man that movie's so good i'll watch the movie the movie's wicked good i was I was walking around the toy section down there. I'd never actually walked around the toy section of Meltdown. And uh, they have so many Predator toys. Yeah. People love like, Predators. Fucking, I was like, oh my God, I had this one and I was holding it and I was like, it's 20 bucks. I could easily afford this. This is it's <laughs> in my hands right now. And I was like, should I buy it? And I don't think I'm going to, but it, it, still, it was is, nice to hold. Is he still in prison? John McTiernan, the director of Predator? He was in prison for a while. 
I don't know if he still is. Did he predator? Somebody? No, he he committed perjury. He lied oh. about tax evasion, and then they oh. put him in jail oh. for it. Um, well, but I'm sure it was club fed. Like, you know, he yeah yeah, yeah. redded the fuck up. He's probably okay. Yeah. See, again, again, I'm just like I assume everybody with money is fine. Yeah. So let's go back to talking about work. Uh, <laughs> nah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for talking about Predator with me. Man. Yeah, dude. Wait, which is your favorite Predator movie? Oh, uh, Predator. Just because it's Predator. It's like it's the movie where you can't be. Uh, it's the movie that surprised you if you saw these in the right order. It's the movie that that you got introduced to it, and, and it has all the, like the magic wonder. I'll say, yeah, uh, like where you you don't know what's actually happening until like halfway through the movie. Then you finally see the antagonist, and you're like, oh shit! Like maybe now we can deal with it. And even then, the odds are still stacked against you. It's it's that kind of story for me. Yeah. So like uh, Predators does that to a certain degree. But also, like, if you've seen any of the previous movies, you know what you're dealing with. You you go in knowing. So it, it's nice that they uh, took everything and essentially just turned it up to 11. Uh, I was super into it. I think we talked about how, like, there's two predators out there, and like, that was pretty cool. There's, like, a different species almost. Um, so uh, my favorite, for sure, is Predator. Predator 2 filled the void that I needed as a young male when I said he should have more crazy weapons and there should be more <laughs> silly fights this can only be better and it wasn't obviously but it was it was still like yeah because it was directed by the fucker who made fucking Nightmare on Elm Street 5 was it really? yeah also I love that movie that movie's fucking great <laughs> which one is that one? Nightmare on Elm Street 5 uh, is the Dream Master it's one of the kids that are like fighting back no that's no. three oh, that's okay. the best one okay. that's uh, Dream Warriors Oh, that's right. That's it's right. Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, uh, Dream Warriors 4, Dream Child 5, Dream Master 6, which is not actually a Friday the 13th movie, or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's just called mm. Freddy's Dead, The Final <laughs> Nightmare, and then uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and then the shitty, or and then Freddy Jason, and then the shitty remake. Fuck that remake. What, um, damn, what was I going to ask about that? Which which one, which is the one where there's a stop motion skeleton fighting in the junkyard? That is four, four. Okay. That's the big. Well, it's the end of one of them. Yeah. No. Say. Well, I think it's no. I think that's. Yeah, I think that's four because I think that's the one where they they throw holy water on his corpse, something like that. Yeah, and, it comes and back he back as a weird skeleton. Yeah. And they, yeah, I believe that one's four. So much, so much of like horror movie physics just doesn't just doesn't make sense. No, but that's so great though because <laughs> yeah. it's so thematic because of the whole like nuns and uh, right. like weird insane asylum thing. Like I love that fucking ending. That yeah. being said, uh, that four was directed by fucking uh, the guy who made Die Hard two, uh, Lenny. What's his nut? Um, oh <laughs> God, what's that guy's name? He's so bad. Uh, I've seen that movie once and I it's never saw awful. It it's fuck Die Hard two. It's pretty bad. Um, what's, uh, what's your this favorite Die Hard? Uh, ooh, right. Right. Ooh. What about you, I mean, Aristotle? Aristotle, favorite Die Hard. No, no, you don't have one. Okay. Have, have you seen all of, or have you seen them? Okay, you see. All right, so let I'm me hungry. see. Die Hard Two. Um, this is gonna kill me that I can't remember this guy's fucking name. Get it? Um, Get I he's like, he's terrible. I hate. <laughs> I do not enjoy his movies, but I love the fact that he directed Die Hard Two. Um, Rennie Harlan. Rennie, Rennie Harlan. Harlan. Rennie Harlan directed. Good old Rennie. Ren yeah, Bones. Rennie Harlan directed uh, four and um, uh, Die Hard two. 
Or maybe it's backwards. Maybe he directed five. Did he direct who? Well, no. I'm pretty sure he directed four, and then the guy who directed Predator Two directed five because <laughs> pre- because five is the one where it's all weird and gothic, uh, and uh, there's that <laughs> there's that fucking kid with the <laughs> fight the comic kid who fights Super Freddy. Oh, I haven't seen I, or I don't remember. I my 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 wife borrowed uh Eva borrowed uh the the <laughs> definitive Freddy collection from a coworker at one point and I I watched a couple of them with her uh, but she was like barreling through them like one a night. So I've seen some of them but I don't know exactly which ones they are. But there's uh there's a comic book kid fighting Freddy. There's a guy who makes a comic. Tell me he draws he draws uh, a giant cage and puts and suddenly <laughs> a cage appears around Freddy. Like that's how it works, right? No, it's it's even worse. Man. So the guy has his own comic, uh-huh. which is basically Iron Fist meets Punisher. So okay. it's about a guy who wears a like Iron Fist mask, mm-hmm. w- wear the trench jacket, a trench coat, and two forty fives that shoot like uh, spirit bolts or something. I don't remember. <laughs> but he basically he draws this guy in the in the movie, right? And then. Uh, Freddy comes and kills him in his sleep while uh, he, the the character, is dressed as his, like, alter ego and Freddy becomes a amalgam Freddy Krueger and Super Freddy, like, uh, Superman. So he's right. Super Freddy. It's, and they have a completely different actor. It's not Robert England. Wow. It's like a body double dude. Weird. It's real weird, but also kind of dope because they shoot it all in black and white. But this is so it looks like a comic. Oh. But this is the best part. They don't film it in actual black and white. They film it in color what? and paint everything black and white. What? It's amazing. It. That's gotta look like the texture. It looks like, gotta look cool. It looks super weird, and okay. I love it. Okay. Um. I'd be down to watch that sequence. <laughs> um. Who would uh, Who would win? Um. Uh, John McClane or Predator? Oh man, that I I would love to see that movie. You know, I would love to see that movie. This is killing me that I can't remember this guy's name. Let's get real. Let's get real adolescent with it. Uh. Predator or Wolverine? Uh. Nah. I'm, I feel like. I feel like. Whenever these questions get brought up, mm. inherently the quote-unquote good guy is going to win. Right. Which is so bullshit. Right. But also, like, which Wolverine are we talking about? Because <laughs> there's, there's a Wolverine that, like, regenerated from, like, just his skeleton. You, went, you, were, you were so high for a second, and then you came down to my level real fast. <laughs> <laughs> but in panel two on an issue five, yeah, um, yeah, uh, I would I would say like nineties Wolverine, nineties Wolverine, yeah, nineties mm. Wolverine is dangerous because that's like the peak Wolverine where they're like he can fucking regenerate from a molecule. So if that's the case, I'm going Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in my head, in my head. Oh, I fucked wins. up, everyone. Uh-oh. I I want to formally apologize. I got them backwards. Nightmare on Elm Street five is the Dream Child. Ah. I mean, I'm through four. See, the I, was, I was telling you, man. I, was telling I you. fucked up, and the well, director. That's it. We have is... to take your title now. I know. I fucked up wicked hard. No. Why? Why can I not just see who directed this goddamn movie? Um. So yeah, it was. It was. Uh. Directed Stephen Hopkins. Stephen, Stephen Hopkins. Hopkins directed both this and Predator 2. And Good Predator old. 2 was such a failure that it killed his career. Good old Steve Bones. Yeah, Stevie Hops. You know how it is. Um, so, back to zines or books yeah. or tabling. Yes, um, all of those things are great. Those uh, things are really good. Do it if you can afford it. If you cannot, 
make a webcomic, just make make stuff as much as possible. Uh, one of my cousins uh, who who was uh, real supportive of, of me just making art, just because I'm still very very introverted, um, was was always oh shit, we've been here for a while. <laughs> he was always like. Uh, just just make make more stuff because like the more you make your art the more you will just naturally be around people like-minded people making that art so um it's been it's been a journey like trying to surround myself with uh or put myself in an environment that will harbor that or 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 do well to highway to to the art zone exactly so yeah man make your art table if you can Word. Where can people find you on the internet? I know you said it, but just... idraw.com, E-Y-E-D-R-A-U-G-H.com. Or on Twitter or Instagram, at idraw. Same spelling. Same spelling. Yes. My URL is heydavebaker.com or theactionhospital.com. I'm on Instagram at xdavebakerx. Uh, thank you, my friend, for being on the show and talking Thanks. to me about dumb shit. Thanks for having me. Thanks for talking about dumb shit with me. This is so 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 rare. Do I get that opportunity? So I really, <laughs> I really relish like, coming out to just talk talk with you guys or talk at Meltology uh, uh, or anywhere I can go where where I can uh, revert back into my middle school self and just draw and talk about superheroes and shit. I appreciate that you've managed to escape that. I still haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good and bad. You're you're doing your thing. We're all we're all doing our thing. <laughs> Word. Thank you, my Word. friend. Thank you. Zing, zing, zing. Zing, zing, zing.